Welcome to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast, where we look inside the mind of seven-figure entrepreneurs to see how they amplify their business and amplify their life. Let's welcome today's guest. Today's guest is a modern American furniture designer and founder of direct-to-consumer sofa brand Bench Made Modern. As they saw customers waiting up to five months for a sofa that really only takes a few weeks to make, he realized there must be a better way and he founded Bench Made Modern. Please give a very warm welcome to today's guest, Edgar Blazona. How are you doing, Edgar? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me today. Super excited to have you on the show. So you, you're in a very interesting industry, luxury sofas and um what i'm really interested about is like your funnel process as well like how how someone becomes a customer when they're buying such a big ticket purchase so how do you get people comfortable with with firstly buying sofas online without seeing them in person first is it because of like micro conversions or is it something else as well yeah you know that's shifted over the years it's it's an interesting question because it's uh, it's so much of what we do as a direct consumer right and 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 you brought it up you know we are a high-end luxury you know sofa business custom sofa business at, at that and and you know that frankly that adds some complications to it right you know why would i want to give my credit card you know for a five thousand dollar purchase or you know sometimes even more like ten thousand and trust that this giant thing that I'm going to get in the truck is going to, you know, is going to not only fit the room, but, but look great and, and be quality and all that and live up to all the things that, that um, the company says it's going to. So, you know, along the way, you talk about that funnel and, and, and along the way, we, we, we build scenarios into that funnel, right? So first we, we follow you around, obviously, you know, we, we find you on the internet, you know, a lot of the, the push today is, is affiliate programs, right? Finding the correct affiliates that are going to say, these guys are the best, right? And, and not just like cheesy, like these are like high-end affiliate programs, right? That, 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 that really like take our product, review it and make sure it's good for them. And that they're out there saying that we're the best. So that's kind of like, like the top of the funnel is, is where you find us, right? And, and how you can, you know, Google us and custom sofa and the best custom sofa and all that, right? Then when we bring you in, we get you to the site we try to make it so that, you know, you're, you're following through that process, but, but immediately we want to get you swatches. So we send out this giant box of swatches and I'm, you know, my whole thing is be the first one in the door, be the biggest and the most badass box and, you know, fabrics and all that that we can be right. we want to beat everybody on that. So we send you this huge box. It's, it's got a hundred swatches in it, both leather and, and fabric, you know, they're all, you know, uh, performance grade and on. you open this big thing up. It's like, wow, this is amazing. That's actually a signal to you, whether you realize that or not, you think you're just getting these swatches. It's a signal that says these guys mean business, right? They were the first ones here and I've got all these swatches from all these companies and these guys stand out. This is the best, right? So that's, that's this little process that we have. Then now you're like, okay, I'm, I'm digging these dudes. I'm going to come back to the site. I'm going to, you know, pick a sofa that I like. And there's a few things there that kind of, 
suck you in whether you know it or not, right? There's this custom aspect of it. The funnel is an interesting process in that you are, we're, we are bringing you in to customize it, but it's more from the business side of it, it's actually to hook you, right? It's more than just does the sofa fit the room, right? It's now you're vested in the process, whether you like it or not, you've moved this slider bar around, you made the sofa expand and contract. And now you're like, oh, shoot, I could actually have a, you know, a hundred and five inch sofa. I don't need to stick to some sofa that, you know, was really frankly just designed to fit in the truck easy, you know? So now I can get this great big thing. It's going to fit the wall. It's going to fit the room. And, and now I'm vested in the process. And then we have kind of like our finale, right? The, the real hook, which is you can hit a print button. And basically we send you a giant piece of paper it's a full plotted uh, line drawing of your sofa, whatever size, whatever shape you chose, and you lay it out on the floor, giant sectional sofa, you lay it out on the floor and you can see, does the sofa fit the room? This thing is to scale. It's, it's a huge piece of paper. Does it fit the room? Does it, uh, can my husband fit in between the arms, lay down and sleep? You know, does my family fit on it? How many cushions, all that. So all of those things is, are designed around the, the funnel experience, that micro conversion that you brought up. Yeah, it's really interesting about that, that print app piece. So when I first went on your site and started looking through, I was like, oh, a print app. Okay, that's interesting. And then when I realized what it was, and I was like, okay, I can see because it's like to, to hold something in your hand, you first need to see it in your mind. Yes, Yes, so, it's but, tactile. Yeah, yeah so that but, tactile experience is is really really important, and I and I find that it's those little it's those little moments you don't even really realize what's happening. It's like oh these these guys have all the candy. Like this is cool. Like I wanna I'm on board with these guys. So did you did you do that from from day one, or is that something that you went? okay, there's a, there's a gap that we need to bridge between them ordering the swatches and then ordering the sofa. And it's like, what is that, that gap? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, was it designed as a funnel piece? Not necessarily, you know, as a micro conversion. I mean, I'm trying to, to come up with ways, you know, just like any you know, brick and mortar store, right? How can I, how can I help the sale you know, make these people comfortable and move the sale along, right? And, and you know, whether it's, oh, can I offer you a glass of water, a latte, you know, what all those things that are happening in a real brick and mortar store. I'm trying to come up with ways to, to be able to do that online in a clever way, right? So one of the things you see today all over the place is, is AR, right? Can I, you know, can I take this sofa and you know, use it, put a look it on my phone and kind of look through my phone and look at it on the wall and all that. It's kind of a janky experience. It, 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 it's not quite there. It's close, but it's not quite there. It's like, does this app work? Do I have to, you know, go get this and all that? So, so I was kind of going back to like analog style, right? Like, can I envision this thing? Like, you know, as an interior designer, we like to tape 
tape things out on the floor or cut giant pieces of cardboard in the sizes of things to see like does the armchair fit here does the sofa fit here and so on so so really i'm trying to solve a solution or a a problem you know with the solution right the, hmm. and 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 this paper thing while it's old school it it's tactile and whether you realize it or not, it's all these little things that are actually converting you at the end of the day to make you think, okay, now I'm willing to give up my, you know, credit card to make that purchase. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating, and you know, I think the bigger the purchases, the more the more um, content and engagement that needs to happen before before the sale is made. Um, yes, it's cer certainly interesting. And uh, the other thing that I'm curious of is so when we talk about micro conversions and all those things, what, what are the key numbers that you're focused on in the business? Are you looking, are you looking at that level or are you looking at like top line numbers and, and revenue and, and profit mainly? What, what, what are the numbers that you're driving in the business? Well, of course I have to look at all of it, right? I mean, the top line, I mean, I am, I am most you know, I'm, I'm mostly looking at sales, right? Am I, Am I, you know, am I driving sales? Am I converting the traffic that's coming through the site and, and, and converting it to sales, right? It, it, you know, when we, it's interesting when we, when we do, you know, Google AdWords and things like that, and we'll, you know, we'll drive traffic, but we're not, we're not totally there. Like a good example would be mid-century modern, right? It's very popular. Um, and, and it's not a, it's not a cheap, set of words to you know to get people to come to your site but if you don't have the offering people come there like oh well your sofa actually isn't mid-century like it's not an antique right or oh your styles all aren't mid-centuries right you've got one or two right but i'm disappointed in the offering so so i paid all this money to to come to you know to the site but it's not converting, right? Because we just don't have enough of that. So I'm looking at those numbers. I'm looking at what's driving people to the site. I'm looking at, you know, what's our ROAS? What's our, you know, customer acquisition costs? You know, those are all very important as we kind of build up. Now, you know, with, with the new changes that Facebook and Apple have made, I mean, this has derailed everybody. You know, once we, we finally got to this point where, you know, we're driving the race car, right? We're driving it down the track. And Louise like, I can almost like, kind of like auto drive, you know? And all of a sudden they're like, boom, I'm going to take this all away from you. I'm going to change the whole thing around. I'm going to confuse the bejesus out of all of you, you know? And, 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 and here you go, have at it. Oh, and by the way, it's like going to be like twice as expensive. So what you thought you had, you know, is now changed. So you can never really rest. And unfortunately, you know, I've got to look at all of those numbers and try to find a way to compute them all at, at the end of the day. And, and at the very end of the day, what's going to count is sales, right? Sales kind of, kind of solves everything. So um, is that, you mentioned previously about affiliates, is that a, a strategy that you've gone more towards as well over the last 12 months since, since things with Facebook and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Affiliate, affiliate marketing right now is pretty huge. Um, and they've, they've really figured out that that business is interesting. They figured out how to kind of streamline it. You know, there was, there used to be all these channels you have to, you know, pay and, you know, pay off all these, 
you know, influencers and magazines and cut checks and all that. And now you have these companies that are actually aggregating the whole thing um, and, and building almost like a, like a giant, you know, marketing or eBay, uh, you know, or so, and, and really making it easy so you can cut one check and, and make it easy for all of them. An affiliate has become a big part of our business. And what's interesting about us is because we make a high-end, very high quality sofa, I want to get in actually all of the best of the best. You know, I, I, our, our product will go up against anybody. And I, I really stand behind that. I, right now I have on my, on my Twitter account pinned at the top, old school style. Okay. You know, fellow, uh, you know, upholstery CEOs, how about this? You know, you bring your best stuff. We'll send it to a writer. I'll send my best stuff to a writer. We'll let the writer figure out whose is the best and whoever loses will be crowned publicly sofa king, right? Like that's a straight up old school battle, you know? And lo and behold, I know all those dudes follow me, but lo and behold, none of them will actually step up for that. And, and, and I can say that because we have great quality product. And I can say that when we go off to uh, send our product off to a, you know, best of or something like that, we're going to win that battle because we have, you know, what I call the best materials under the hood. You know, we've got good design and great materials and, and I know we're going to win. So those affiliate things are really, really important to us as I know that we'll just do good. Now, how, how do you keep that standard, right? So some, like, there's a, there's a reason, there's a reason why, number one, you've got that confidence that you're better than everyone else because you can have the confidence because you know the systems and the processes and everything are, are there to make that happen. So how, how do you get that standard and not just get it, but keep it? You mean from the material side or from what? The, the quality from, side? From in or? Terms of we do quality and we do the best quality in town in terms of the craftsmanship, the materials that we use and, and everything. Yeah. How do you keep those standards so high? Yeah, a lot of that comes from understanding the materials. First of all, you know, we're direct to consumer this is not my first foray into the furniture business, right? I've been in the furniture business for 25 years. I literally dropped out of high school and started a furniture company. So I've been doing this forever. And, and I think that, that makes us different in the sense that, that I'm not a founder who just set out to solve a problem, right? I didn't just pick something to, to solve it because it was irritating me or whatever. So, so I've been doing this a long time. And, and what that's allowed me to do is, is I actually know what needs to go under the hood, right? And so, you know, what do we do? We, we look at the materials, we make sure we spec the highest quality materials. We don't skimp. We don't use that particular area to cut the corner, right? And that's, that's interesting in the sense that I'd rather like, I'd rather almost cut a little bit of my marketing budget. As weird as this sounds, I'd rather cut a little bit of my marketing budget to save a little money then try to cut money out of the materials, right? Out of my foam or something like that. So we spend a lot of money and, and unfortunately with supply chain issues, you know, the, the material costs have gone up. Unfortunately, I've had to pass that along to the customer as well, you know, and, and we try to juggle and take and eat and, you know, do what we can to, to keep the price at a reasonable price point. But we really, really strive for uh, quality materials. Then on top of that is craftsmanship. And that's an interesting one because, you know, upholstery is about, is about working on the 
the upholsters bench. That's where bench made comes from. Bench made modern is really a term that I created in the sense that it's on the worker's bench and we're using modern techniques of cutting and, and material processing and all that to keep the precision there, but allow the upholsterer to do this old world, you know, kind of almost, you know, soon to be forgotten, um, you know, craft. Um, it allows them to do their craft and pull things tight. And, and really, we just put the time into it. And, and uh, if there's another furniture company out there that's doing that, you know, at our price point or, or then so be it. I'll crown them Sofa King. <laughs> I, I like that. And I, I like the confidence as well behind, be, be, behind the brand. And when, when you're growing and scaling that, that vision, is it, is it really important to it sounds like you really cast a vision to the to the business and to the, the the staff and also to the customers. Is it is it really important to be able to cast that vision all the way through, uh, so everyone knows, hey, this is what we stand for. So, for example, I was reading recently, made to stick, right? So, and inside there, it's like like Southwest Airlines, like we are the low cost airline, I, I, and it's just like that one little thing sums up the whole business. Is is that yeah. how you see your vision? Obviously, not low cost airline, but yeah 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 it's it's um there there is you know online you can take two sofas three sofas five sofas you can you can pair them up all at different price points right and and do the designs look relatively similar online so how do we convey you know uh quality and 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 good craftsmanship how do we support the materials and 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 our price point really you know, and so uh, we we try to do that, you know, going back to that funnel, we try to do that in a bunch of ways that signals to you quality. You know, one little trick that, that we like to use is, is windows, right? We use tall windows in a lot of our imagery. That conveys, you know, luxury houses, a lot of luxury houses these days, floor to ceiling windows, big glass, all that high ceilings. It's just a little teeny trick that, that is just saying like it's signaling quality, right? Because when you look at, you know, the same sofa across three different sites at three different price points, good, better, and best, they, the sofas look the same relatively, right? And, and, so, and so what can I do to bring that quality through so that I can be like that Southwest airline? It will just signify, you know, we use the word luxury, right? Um, you know, and a lot of our, our, our tagline is, rebellious luxury, right? That's our tagline. So you kind of know, like, look, we're bucking the system and it's luxury, right? I'm not going to serve you a latte as you walk through my place. Like, I'm not going to call you sir. I'm going to talk to you in the, in, the, in the regular voice, you know, like I would talk to my friend, but I'm going to serve you up a badass piece of furniture and you're going to be stoked on it. And it, yeah, I think there's really, a, there's more of a place, right, for that in the modern market now than, then if, if you look, 20, there's almost like that expectation 20, 30 years ago that people were just like, oh, I need to be treated in this way. But now people almost want that to be treated as humans, not as just authentic. authentic. I always tell my team like, like enough, like, you know, the emails, like it just drives me crazy when we send out these emails and it, you know, welcome to wine and cheese month. Like, would you ever say that to any of your friends? Right. I mean, how cheesy is that? I mean, you know, and so I'm always like, like, let's talk the way we talk, right? Mm -hmm. Let's, 
let's use a voice that you would talk to your friends, not retail speak. I'm, I'm a, a big believer that retail speak is from the old days, right? Don't, don't talk to me like that, you know? Um, just talk to me normal and, and give me a quality product and let me purchase within my, you know, sort of buying, uh, you know, not demographic, but the level of, of, um, of quality meeting the cost of the product, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it, essentially the tokens of appreciation, um, like tokens one way versus the amount and emotional deposits that, that need to yes. go the other way, right? So Yes, 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 yes. Um, I, I I love that, and as as regards the that conversational piece as well, I, I'm intrigued. What what's the follow up process like? So are you after they get the swatches? Are you calling those people up? Are you sending them nurture sequences? How how do you then bring those people back? Yeah, yeah. The 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 long buying cycle, right? That's kind of the bane of our existence. Is this long buying cycle? So. You know, that customer is going from the phone, right? They found us on the phone, typically. Uh, then they're going to look, let me look at this thing a little bigger, right? Let me forward this to my, you know, my partner, my wife, my, my husband, whatever. Let me, let me get a little, you know, back and forth going, right? Uh, that's, that's happening on the phone. Then it's like, okay, let me dive into this thing. Let me understand it. Like, let me look at it on the computer, right? Right then and there, we've lost <laughs> the data on that customer, that phone to computer, unless they're in Google or unless they're tied, their, their machines are tied in, we lose them, right? So then now we have to somehow connect to them, right? Can we follow them around on the internet, you know, with ads and, and you know, how do we do that respectfully? And that's a, a process in itself, right? And then, and then your question is, is, you know, the follow-up. So, so let's say we've, we've asked you for your email you're like, okay, I want to know more from these people. I'm gonna, I'm going to give them my email. We have a series of, of emails uh, and flows, as they call it, um, that that you know, if you kind of have headed down this road, we are going to send you some. Hey, you know, here's some information about sofas. You know, did you get our swatches? You know, that's the swatches is the first step, really. So, so we're trying to like get you to get some swatches because I want to wow you, right? That's the first tactile thing. That's what makes us different is I'm going to wow you with this giant box. And it's like the lead magnet, essentially. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and it's not a cheap lead magnet, no, right? No, it's, it's, you know, and, I, and so I'm not like in the very, very front saying free swatches, free swatches, free swatches, right? Because then I'm just, just throwing money at the wind, right? But once I've kind of got you in the, in the, in the realm a bit right now i'm going to send you this swatch box and, I, and then i'm going to wow you with that and then i'm going to follow up with some more emails and like you know here's what we do and and oh here's a here's a look and feel that might work for you and and that sort of thing we're constantly fine-tuning that and in fact right now we're in a big you know kind of almost an overhaul of that process as we get better and better at that and as our flows actually can get better and better i envision a day where you come to our site you click on let's just say a red sofa and now we're actually serving you up emails about colorful product within the home and and you know here's what a red sofa can do the history of red sofas and and all that and and i it's it's we're not that far off from that 
um, it's just a lot of work. And but it, but once you start to get an email like that, you're like, wow, like this is cool, you know. And 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 we can really start to understand the customer, and then they can start to understand us with those series of emails. Now, once you've ordered, that's a whole nother story, right? Now we're actually sending you process emails. Hey, your your sofa's moved from you know from hanging out in in you know in the order room now to we're actually going to make your sofa and and oh now we're going to frame it you know that sort of thing and so now it's oh here we're shipping it excuse me so so that's kind of the the process of these emails and and you know we try to you're vested at that point right you're into it my sofa you know and 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 we're trying not to to blow you up with too many emails right that's kind of annoying as well so it's it's a fine balance to just amount the right amount and and so on. Yeah, it's uh, when I was looking at some of your your ads as well is you've got that segmentation going on right and it sounds like your your vision for that is just to be able to segment the whole buyer journey so everyone can go through it and say that's me. So like yes. everything from male to female then down to okay you you did this but you didn't do this and then you like this but you didn't like this is that right? Yes, and that's where those flows really, really come into play, um, you know. But that's an expensive, you know, long, uh, long ball game, and and it's, it's, uh, it's very time consuming, and and it, and it's hard to 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 accomplish all of that. Uh, but it is something that we're very much trying to tackle, and really, as we kind of, you know, tackle probably email we might want to call it like 4.0 for us, you know, how do we, how do we take that, you know, uh, quite a big step farther and, and we're headed down that road right now. I'm super excited. In the next couple of months, just you'll start to see some, some new email flows and, and which would be very cool. What, what's your thoughts on, on the collection of phone numbers and, and calling people and stuff like that with, with being a luxury brand and, yeah. and like sending SMSs and calls the, do you feel a little bit more protective about doing things like that or is it something you, you have into play about? What a relevant, relevant question. I mean, okay, let's just rewind about, I don't know, what is this? About 24 hours exactly. In fact, 10 o'clock yesterday as I have this exact meeting yesterday. And we struggle with this a lot, right? Because I, I, I kind of like to use myself as sort of the standard customer, right? I, I have an idea of what's going on in the world, but I'm not so vested in it. I have an, an idea of design, a little bit in sports, a little bit of that, you know? And so I, I feel like I have an understanding of that. And, and so this email or this text thing and phone number thing keeps coming up as, as what do we want to do? I am personally super annoyed by it. And in fact, yesterday, kind of, and I'm almost embarrassed to say, just learn that you can just put stop in the text and that's it. It will stop coming to you. In fact, I'm swiping through as I'm sitting in this meeting, swiping through my text, hitting stop, 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 you know, and I'm trying to get rid of all these things. Now, all of those brands that I stopped yesterday were, were much, um, you know, t-shirts and, and, you know, just a, a different economic level right cost of you know maybe a hundred or two hundred dollars right so so what do we what do we think right we think about our our brand and luxury and surprisingly you know as my email and and sms team pointed out to me these people have opted in 
They opted in. They gave their phone number, right? They're telling us they want to be contacted. So I'm kind of, you know, pumping the brakes a bit and I'm saying, okay, look, we want to contact them, but we don't want to blow them up. We don't want to be, you know, annoying. So, so how can we, how can we do that? I think what, what we've, what we kind of landed on was what they, what do they really want to know about, right? They want to know about a real sale. At the end of the day, they want to save money, right? They don't, they don't want to hear about like, oh, you know, our red fabric is, you know, extra great these days, you know, via text, right? They don't want to know that. They want to know like, okay, you are having a, you know, abnormally high sale. And that's what I want to know about. Like, that's the alert, right? And, and, and so we decided yesterday that we would only text in those sort of scenarios. We would also text updates on your order, right? Assuming, you know, now that's something, now I'm invested, I bought this sofa, right? Oh, it's gonna ship by this date. That's something I want on my, yeah. on my phone, kind of breaking through the sea of emails that I'm getting from, you know, various companies and whatnot. So, so I think those are two scenarios where SMS will work for a luxury brand. But if you're just gonna blow me up all the time, just as a reminder, you know, as a, as a marketing reminder, I don't think that's right for us. And I, and I 100% agree. I mean, the, the whole way was just like, um, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Um, I think that the, the new wave of SMS is, is around conversational commerce, where you're actually using that to open a conversation and then use it as a concierge, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting one. I, that reminds me, you know, when, when, uh, when this COVID outbreak very, very first started, we started doing, I noticed that, you know, my, my group of friends, we were, you know, kind of, we were having these big like dance parties at night. Right. And we were, we're all kind of meeting online and, and we'd have a DJ on Twitch and then everyone else on zoom, you know, kind of, and it was like this big thing where we all like, Oh my God, I haven't seen you. I love you. Like, it was so great. It's kind of pre zoom meeting galore. Right. And, and so we started doing this thing called ask Edgar and it was a, it was a question and answering thing. Like you could go to our site and you can ask me a question. You type out this question, this will pop up. Hey, ask Edgar anything, right? And so I would get these questions like, well, does this sofa fit or what color should I get? You know, all that. But then I'd get some bizarre questions as well, right? And I would answer, but I would answer on video. And so I would spend a ton of time, you know, he's preparing these these long-winded questions or answers to these kind of crazy questions i wonder if i could do that on sms so that would be kind of fun right i there's a little bit of an interaction there that that you could play with um that that could be fun that that could be a great use for us in the kind of our branding uh there could be a great use uh for that platform as well yeah happy to brainstorm some ideas we did some really cool stuff with that so i can share that share that with you after this yeah cool yeah i'd love to see it um so just changing changing gears edgar on this next question uh and this is a bit more of a deep personal question is what do you want to be remembered for when you die (sighs) ah so i actually think about this a lot and and i'm not one to quote steve jobs much Right. I, I actually kind of think it's douchey to quote Steve Jobs these days. But 
he built a Pixar, you know, I, most people, a lot of people don't know this, but he was CEO of Pixar and Apple even at the same time. And he built a Pixar in Emeryville, California, which if you don't know the Bay Area, that's just across the Bay from San Francisco. He built their big giant offices. Uh, he, he designed this building. It was the most beautiful brick building. He ended up buying a brick company because he couldn't get the brick color to be the, the right brick color, right? So he bought a brick company, had them make the right color bricks and so on. He was asked the question of why did you do this? And he said, architecture will outlast the iPhone, the iPod. I think it was the iPod at the time. He said, all of that architecture will outlast all of that. And so I think about that a lot. I think about you know, the longevity that we have, what will the world remember me for? And I've had, a, you know, plenty of, of moments of, of architecture. And I, I even think furniture will outlast, you know, the iPod. Who has their, their iPod still, right? Uh, I still have a piece of furniture. I've still got a lot of furniture actually in my life today that outlasts the iPod from a design standpoint, right? I wish I invented the iPod instead, but that said, I, I still have those pieces around me. So I think that, that, you know, what would I like to be remembered for? I've done some architecture pieces in my life. I think I, I would like to be remembered for that. Um, but I would like to be remembered for pushing the progression of furniture design, right? Pushing the envelope a bit, probably more so than the design itself but actually just moving this thing along, giving it a good push, you know, not dealing with just the status quo, being rebellious, you know, yeah. like we are. Being re rebellious in furniture. I love it. <laughs> fan fantastic. Now, what, what is one quick win that people can use to amplify their business today? Oh, quick win. Um, I think in the sea of marketing, right. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with press these days, right? That's an easy win, um, a relatively inexpensive win. However, there's lots of caveats to that, right? You can't just say, well, I make the best sofa and a writer's going to write about it. There's no way a writer's going to write about that. Who cares? There's a thousand guys that make the best sofa, right? Like that's sort of, that, that's boring to the press, right? That's, that's not something. So you need to create a press worthy moment around your best sofa right what can i do to be you know to really stand out and and that's where you see things like guerrilla marketing starting to pay off that's where you see things you know that are that are pushing the envelope a bit if if it's something that you that's truly remarkable right the press will write about it but if it's not truly remarkable then you have to create a moment that the press will find interesting. That press lives forever, right? A marketing ad only lives for till it's clicked on, right? Or or till you're not paying for <laughs> those yeah. clicks any longer, right? So I think that 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 a really good, you know, I don't know if it's quick. You know, is there anything quick these days? You know, the days of of uh, gosh, like a dollar shave you know, Dollar Shave Club, you know, quick little hack, you know, to the top. I think those days are, are, are somewhat over. Um, but I think that a press hit 
uh, can make the world to a business. So, yeah, it's a really interesting angle that is. And I imagine if, if you go ahead and create that sofa that's different from anything out there, even if it's not something that you really sell, but it's just there as a staple piece that like, I can imagine that could end up getting you a lot of press, even if it's done with a very weird material, for example. Totally. Yeah. And, and people are, you know, people are interested in, in whatever's different, whether or not they always will buy. I learned something years ago. I, I worked at Pottery Barn, which is a, a big giant retailer here in, in the U S and I, I was so excited that my, that the piece of furniture that I designed was on the cover of their catalog. Well, it turns out that the pieces on the cover of the catalog never sell, right? (laughs) They're actually just there to wow you enough to open the catalog, to look at the catalog, but people don't actually buy those pieces. And so a lot of times, even at the front of a store, it's the same thing, like you just said, they'll put the, the crazy wild thing to draw your attention into the store, but then they'll then the customer will tend to buy something a little bit more standard and, and everyday that might fit their home a little bit more. But what a shock to, to realize that, you know, my super success, I'm on the cover, you know, was, was really going to be a failure in the sales, uh, in the sales world. Oh, that's funny. Um... So finally, it's been amazing having you on the show. Where can people find out more about you and what you do? Yeah, they should go to Benchmade Modern. They can check us out there. I'm also Edgar Blazon at Twitter. Um, They can send me a note there as well. Uh, But definitely check out Benchmade Modern. Um, You can find all the all our designs and and of course, you know, order some swatches as I as I mentioned. Um, But yeah, check us out there. Order some swatches. Get wild. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let us wow you. You'll be surprised. I get, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. I really appreciate you. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. It was a fun, fun conversation. I appreciated kind of going down these roads. Love it. Uh, you have been listening to the Amplified to Seven Figures podcast with me, Paul Ace, and my amazing guest, Edgar Blazona. Remember, amplify your business and amplify your life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Amplified to Seven Figures podcast. To access the show notes, episodes and this month's giveaway head over to www.amplifytosevenfigures.com remember amplify your business amplify Amplify your your life. life